The pages of a book are filled with great adventures, stories of everlasting love, heartbreak, and the classic whodunit. Explore them all with your host, Laura Young. Welcome to Read Astray. Hello, I'm Laura Young, middle school reading teacher and avid reader in general. Welcome to Read Astray, a podcast devoted to reviewing books, books of differing genres and for differing audiences. In this episode, I'm reviewing A Raisin in the Sun by Lorraine Hansberry. This title is taken from a line in a Langston Hughes poem, Harlem, which reads, What happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun, or fester like a sore and then run? Does it stink like rotten meat, or crust and sugar over like a syrupy sweet? Maybe it just sags like a heavy load. Or does it explode? The poetic devices are used to symbolize the disappointment of a dream that is not attainable or cannot come to fruition. Hughes used it to describe the plight of African Americans struggling for equal civil rights, and it perfectly fits the story and the plight of the family at its center. A Raisin in the Sun is a play It was written to be acted on stage and includes lines and stage directions, and though that is not a genre I typically choose for pleasure reading, it is nonetheless an easy and enjoyable read. I read this many years ago when I was a student. I picked it up again because my school system adopted a new curriculum, which we will begin utilizing in the fall, and one of the units for my grade included A Raisin in the Sun. There was some apprehension about the appropriateness of the book for middle-level students, and while the overall message pertaining to race, poverty, dreams, and family are certainly appropriate and definitely important, the concern was that there were too many controversial aspects and that those would detract from the importance of the story. High school students may be mature enough to get past those and appreciate the real themes of the story, and adults certainly can. It is an absolutely terrific tale with much value still today. The author, Lorraine Hansberry, was a talented writer who died far too young, passing away at 34 from cancer. Hansberry was the first black woman author to have a play performed on Broadway. The play debuted in 1959 with Sidney Poitier playing Walter, a role he reprised in the film. It has been performed on Broadway and other stage productions in film as a musical, as a radio play, and a television drama. The many and continued productions over the years serve as proof of the popularity and timeliness of this story. The story centers around five main characters who are all part of the younger family, Mama, her daughter Benita, her son Walter, his wife Ruth, and their child Travis. Lena Younger, or Mama, is the matriarch of the family. She is religious, moral, and maternal. She wants to use her husband's insurance money as a down payment on a house with a backyard to fulfill her dream for her family to move up in the world. Walter is a dreamer. He wants to be rich and devises a plan to acquire wealth with his friends, particularly Willie Harris. He wants to invest his father's insurance money in a new liquor store venture. He spends the rest of the play endlessly preoccupied with discovering a quick solution to his family's various problems. Benita, or Benny, 
is an intellectual. 20 years old, she attends college, is better educated than the rest of the younger family, dreams of being a doctor, and struggles to determine her identity as a well-educated black woman. Some of her personal beliefs and views have distanced her from her conservative mother. Ruth Younger is Walter's wife and Travis's mother. She takes care of the Younger's small apartment. She is about 30, but her weariness makes her seem older. Constantly fighting poverty and domestic troubles, she continues to be an emotionally strong woman. Travis is the son, sheltered son, of Walter and Ruth. He earns a little money carrying grocery bags and likes to play outside with the neighborhood kids. Their small apartment doesn't allow him to have his own bedroom, and he sleeps on the living room sofa. You're listening to Red Astray. I'm Laura, your book review host from the Henson Oakley Podcast Center. Teeth whitening is a great way to undo the effects of certain foods and beverages in maintaining a beautiful and healthy smile. Henson Oakley on West Jackson Street in Cookville offers Zoom teeth whitening. For a wider, brighter smile, visit Henson Oakley Family Dentistry to see if Zoom teeth whitening is right for you. Again, today's review features A Raisin in the Sun by Lorraine Hansberry. The story takes place in 1959 in a small, rundown apartment in Chicago's South Side. When the play opens, the Youngers are about to receive an insurance check for $10,000. This money comes from the deceased Mr. Younger's life insurance policy. Each member of the family has a dream, and they feel certain that their dream can be attained with access to that money. But just as it's bound to happen, not all dreams can come true, at least not all at once. All of the adult family members have to come to terms with reality and an uncertain future. As the play progresses, the youngers clash over their competing dreams— Ruth discovers that she's pregnant, but fears if she has the child, she will put more financial pressure on her family members. Mama puts a down payment on a house for the whole family. She believes that a bigger, brighter dwelling will help them all. The house is in Clyburn Park, an entirely white neighborhood. When the younger's future neighbors find out that they are moving in, they send a representative from their improvement association to offer them younger's money to not move in. Willie <clears throat> invests in the liquor store, giving $6,500 to Willie Harris. Benita plans to use some money to attend medical school. She wants to be a doctor. She has refused the advances of a rich suitor, but another boyfriend has asked her to marry him and return with him to Africa. I won't spoil any more of the plot by telling you how each of these situations turns out. I do feel you should read it. It is a read worthy of anyone's time. Hansberry deals with complex issues such as race, class, gender, and the generation gap in powerful ways, with the recurrent theme being dreams. I think the author was successful in creating the atmosphere and the setting, although she does not use much description. She shows rather than tells. The readers get to know the characters from the dialogue. There are no long monologues, but each character's personality, dreams, and ideals shine through in their conversations with others. It's a play that is set in a specific time and place, and Hansberry's creation is realistic, and readers feel empathy and compassion for the youngers and their situation. The play is heartbreaking in its true depiction of society. 
I highly recommend it for its precise cultural and societal criticism. I have never actually seen any productions of this play, but I will definitely be looking for it in my streaming options. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm always open for your book recommendations or ideas, as well as your format suggestions. You can access me through social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tune in again next time for another book review. Until then, happy reading. You've been listening to Red Astray. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.